Hello, I'm Dr. Claudine Holt, and welcome to the Burnout Proof Podcast. This podcast is for women in medicine who are ready to opt out of burnout, overwhelm, and stress by tuning into their feminine genius so they can create a life and career they love. Let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Burnout Proof Podcast. I'm so excited that you're here again today. So before I actually get into the topic for today's episode, I wanted to just talk a little bit about the 2022 Medscape Physician Burnout and Depression Report. Now, this is a survey of over 13,000 physicians in 29 different specialties, and the the number the statistic that jumped out at me most was 56% of women physicians who took the survey reported feeling burned out and this is actually an increase from 51% from the previous year so it's alarming because well more than half of women physicians are burned out but the number is trending up And even though there definitely seems to be more awareness around burnout in general in, you know, in this pandemic age that we're living in, there's definitely more awareness about it. Unfortunately, that hasn't, that hasn't solved the problem. So more awareness is great, but awareness without action is is not really enough. And so for today's episode, I really wanted to talk about separating the facts when it comes to burnout from the fiction. Because I suspect that many of you who are listening to this podcast believe more of the fictions when it comes to burnout than the truth. And so what I want to do is share some of the thoughts, the stories, the beliefs that you might be telling yourself when it comes to burnout. And then I want to counter that with the truth. With the truth of what burnout actually is and how to counteract it, how to recover from it. So fiction number one, you might feel or believe that burnout is just a normal part of working in medicine, that it just comes with the job. But the truth is, according to the International Classification of Disease 11, burnout is actually a syndrome and it results from chronic workplace stress that hasn't been successfully addressed or successfully managed. So there's nothing normal about burnout. There's nothing acceptable about burnout. It's a problem. It's a syndrome that actually needs to be addressed. And it should never be normalized, although it has been. Fiction number two, you might feel that if you are able to make it through your school, rotations, clinicals, licensing, and board exams, that you should just be able to handle burnout. 
that it should be no big deal. But the fact is, going through school, going through clinicals, doing any training, taking any exams, all of those things occurred over very finite, specific, limited periods of time. So our, our bodies can handle periods of short-term stress. Stress can even be positive. There is a such thing as eustress. That's, that can actually be beneficial for us as humans. But you are not meant to live in this chronic state of stress and overwhelm and burnout. Because not only is it detrimental to your physical health, your mental health and your emotional health, we know that it also negatively impacts the type of care that you give to patients, as well as the relationship that you have with your patients. Fiction number three, you might feel that it's just your job's fault and that maybe if you had a different job, then you wouldn't be burned out. But the fact here is that burnout is not just due to workplace factors. There are also lifestyle factors and personality factors that contribute to burnout. So, for example, personality types such as the type A personality, the perfectionist, those people are definitely going to be more prone to suffering from burnout. I also talk about burnout archetypes. So if you're more of a martyr, if you're someone who feels that you have to sacrifice, that you have to give things up, that it's better to to give than receive, you're also someone who's going to be more prone to burnout. If you're someone who feels a bit like an imposter or feels that maybe you don't belong and you're afraid that people are going to find that out, For you, you'll actually stay in cycles of burnout because you don't want to feel or appear inadequate. So you're trying to overcompensate for this feeling of inadequacy or this imposterism that you have. And so those are personality factors that have nothing to do with your job. Those are personality factors that are inherent to you. So those factors also need to be addressed when we're talking about burnout recovery. So since each of these dimensions, workplace, lifestyle, and personality factors have to be addressed to successfully and permanently recover from burnout, just deciding that you need to find a new job, that typically isn't the answer. It definitely may address some of the issues, you know, the workplace issues, assuming you don't go to another job with just as as bad um, issues. (laughs) But that usually isn't the actual place to start when we're talking about addressing burnout. Fiction number four, you might feel that Addressing burnout is going to take a lot of time that you just don't have and also a lot of effort because you're used to using efforting and 
striving and hustling and attacking to solve a problem. But the truth here is that burnout recovery actually doesn't take a lot to get started. It just takes a few very subtle internal shifts as well as some time and stress management and workflow hacks. These are things that you can easily implement in your day that will help you immediately start to recover from burnout. So it actually doesn't have to take this huge chunk of time or this huge energy to start to change the momentum and to get it going in the right direction. Fiction number five. You might be trying to convince yourself that things aren't that bad. And that maybe you just need to toughen up a little bit. But the fact here is that admitting that you're burned out and recognizing that things are not okay is actually going to be the first step in your recovery. You have to be truthful and honest with yourself that things aren't going well. And the way that you feel right now in this moment is absolutely valid. There's no need to feel bad about how you feel. There's no need to feel ashamed about being burned out. And the truth is, if you're telling yourself that you just need to toughen up, the only thing that you need to toughen up, girlfriend, are your boundaries. And fiction number six, you might feel that medicine is your calling and it's just who you are. Now, this is a big one for a lot of people who are working in medicine because they really do identify with their job. They identify with their role as a caregiver, as a caretaker. And while that's very noble, it's so important to to realize the fact is you are more than medicine. You are more than your job title. You are more than the care that you give to your patients. And it's so important to remember that your career is just one aspect of your life. And something that I talk a lot about with my clients is really creating the bigger picture vision that you have for your life, not just for your career, but for your whole life in general. Because often when we get bogged down with burnout, you kind of start to focus on the area that's giving you the most trouble. So that is most likely going to be your career, your job. But you know the old saying, what you focus on grows. So it's so important to not just put all of the energy and attention on your career and what's going wrong, but to really open up your energy, open up your attention and put that into all the areas of your life. So when I do a consultation with someone about the possibility of working together, we actually we actually go very macro. We don't just focus on burnout. We don't just focus on their job and all the issues that are going on with, with their job. 
we look at all the major areas of their life. I look at seven, seven areas, seven domains, if you will, because the truth is, if you're struggling in your career, if you're feeling burned out and overwhelmed, just like I said earlier, there are lifestyle factors that contribute to, to burnout. There's probably other areas of your life that you're struggling in as well. Now, I haven't met someone yet that is doing terrible in all seven of those areas. There's usually the majority of those areas are usually are usually doing pretty well. But there's anywhere from one to three areas that uh, people tend to struggle with. And that's totally normal. But it's so important to realize that how you deal with one area of your life, how you sort of face those challenges, how you struggle in that one area is often how you'll struggle in other areas of your life. And the beautiful thing is once you understand how your specific brain is working, you're able to hack those other areas as well because it's the same brain. And the brain is really good at coming up with what it thinks is a solution to address a problem. So the way it addresses a problem in one area of your life is how your brain is gonna try to get you to address the problem in other areas. And so that's why on a consultation, it's so good that we're able to look at multiple areas because we can sort of cut across a few areas at the same time and figure out a strategy for addressing multiple areas. Now, if you're a high achieving woman, it's so easy for you to get used to this idea that you have to struggle and sacrifice because that's what we're taught, that that's just, that's just what it means to be a good, a good worker today, right? And that's what makes it easier for you to believe those fictions that I mentioned instead of the facts when it comes to burnout. But the most important truth that you need to know about burnout is this. Burnout is optional. I'm going to say that again. Burnout is optional. No matter what your job, no matter what your title is, no matter where you work in the country, no matter what's going on statistically in that part of the country, burnout is optional. And the good news is that it's also completely fixable. Now, this is something that I help women in medicine with. I help them opt out of the burnout cycle without feeling pressured to quit their job or to leave medicine altogether. And we do this through a very simple yet impactful three-step process. The first step is revealing and getting to know your unique burnout patterns. And understanding, again, how you do one thing is going to affect how you do other things. So really learning about yourself and how your mind works is critical. Step two of the process is releasing those thoughts, beliefs, feelings, and emotions that are keeping you stuck in the burnout cycle so you can exit. And then the third step is... I think the most fun step, it's when you recreate your environment and that's both your 
inner environment, your internal environment, but it's also recreating your external environment as well. And that's it. In those three simple steps, that's what we focus on every week for 90 days in my one-on-one program, Beyond Burnout. So if you're a woman in medicine and you are tired of being part of the 56% of women who feel burned out in their career, I would love to chat with you on a consultation. So I'm going to leave the link in the show notes and you can feel free to book your call and we'll set that up. All right, I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you'd like to learn more about how I help women in medicine exit the burnout, stress, and overwhelm cycle for good, be sure to visit www.theembodiedmd.com to learn more.